The following program, The Kitchen Table Progressives, is sponsored by The Kitchen Table Progressives and to the extent applicable, their guests. The views and opinions expressed therein do not necessarily reflect those of News Web Radio Company or its management. of Kitchen Table Progressive. Paul Richardson here, inviting you to join us around the table for an hour of casual conversation on law, civics, and politics, driving the current issues, where the menu is progressive and the table manuals are unapologetically liberal, if not just a second thought at that. Joining us this week, the hosts of the True Blue Politics podcast, Karen and Anita. And on the program, well, Trump wins in South Carolina last night, but the analysts are dubious about the margins. Uh, Nikki Haley managed to garner 40% of the vote again, as she did in New Hampshire. And remember, Trump Trump barely eked out a win in Iowa with just 51%. Analysts are skeptical about how, uh, how popular Trump really is, even in the base. So we'll have to see. We'll talk about that. Uh, Trump has 30 days to pull up his uh, 355 million dollars in the business fraud case in New York, and that should run him up just about to uh, the beginning of his first criminal trial on March 25th, also in New York. Uh, the campaign finance and hush money uh, charges. The Chief Justice of the Alabama Supreme Court has handed out a truly bizarre ruling on in vitro fertilization. Uh, we'll get to that uh, constitutional and theological can of worms. And maybe never get out of it. <laughs> How weird. Uh, Republicans have gone all... They're all in on uh, Putin's Russia, anti-NATO and anti-Ukraine. Uh, just a party of traitors. I, I don't know what to say. Is not voting an effective way to send a protest message to President Biden and the Democrats about issues upon which we may disagree? We should talk about that, too, a little bit. Uh, the Trump M.A. maggot plan for America, the 2025 plan, what is it and why should it make us angry and fearful? Uh, that's a, a real good thing to talk about. We, we'll get into that because that's the, the basis, the root of what the Trump plan is all about, uh, the 2025 plan. We used to have the, uh, remember the... Uh, the uh, new America, uh, American century, or what was it they called it, the, the Bill Crystal program about 25 years ago? We'll get into that anyway. But uh, <laughs> coming up here, we'll take your calls at 773-763-9278. Now, introducing our co-hosts. The most popular, the most popular politically passionate, progressive podcasters, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all they and them, the true blue two from, from San Antonio, Texas, otherwise known as Anita, Anita from San Antonio, Anita Ferguson, Hello. Anita, welcome to the show. Good to have you. Thanks for being Thank here. Thank you, Paul. Thank you very much for having it, having us. And from Chicago, Illinois. Coming in 
fashionably late. <laughs> and also known as Karen from Chicago, Karen Byrne. Karen, are you there? <laughs> Is she in? Is Karen in? I don't know. Okay, well, we'll work on the connection there. Okay, well, we'll uh, we'll see. We'll see if we can get Karen uh, connected here in just a minute. But uh, uh, so it's been a week, a really weird week. Let's just start with the until until we get Karen hooked up here, because uh, 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 Trump wins in uh, South Carolina. Yeah, but sixty to forty. Uh, Nikki Haley. Now I was listening to MSNBC last night, and the mm-hmm. analysts. We're dubious. They were saying uh, when Lyndon Johnson, uh, uh, what was it in his? It was uh, Eugene McCarthy. Yes, got, yeah. Lyndon Johnson got forty nine percent. This was in New Hampshire in the Democratic primary, nineteen sixty eight. Mm-hmm. Lyndon Johnson got um, the incumbent president got forty nine percent, and Eugene McCarthy got forty one percent, and that was enough to make LBJ drop out of the race. Right. That's what caused him to drop out. Right. So well, this is not good. This is not a good sign because he's basically running as an incumbent. And he should be winning. Sure. Um, right. Biden got 97 percent of the Democratic vote in South Carolina. Well, you know what's so, in- interesting is that um, because it's, it's a zero-sum game, it kind of reminds me of baseball, you know, when they say, oh, you know, uh, uh, the White Sox or the Mariners or, or, or uh, uh, I don't know what team you're uh, – the Astros are they're you know they're they're ten games over five hundred. Well, right. I, I think that, that, what does that mean? Does that mean that they're either fifty five and forty five, which really means they're you know they're five games over five of five hundred? You know because if, so when when it looks like a smear sixty to forty, but all that means is that ten percent need to go the other way, and in a primary, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't take even temper. If like even a couple percentage of the and by the way, fifty nine percent of Republican. Primary voters that voted for Haley, 59% said they're voting for Biden. 43% in Iowa said the same thing. Now, I doubt all those people are going to vote for Joe Biden. But even if he gets a small percentage of them, 5%, that's all he needs. Right. And it's going to be a landslide. I mean, I think that that um, this is really bad for Trump. These primaries have been really, really bad for Trump because they think they're the majority. They think that he's way more popular than he is. He's just right. very noisy. And his yeah. and MAGA base is very noisy. And I think in a primary where there's so really, relatively speaking, you know, it's a very small turnout uh, compared to the general election. Right. Uh, this is a few people, and especially in, um, you know, in Iowa. <laughs> yeah. He, but the caucus. Is, what did he win by? Was it fifty six percent? I said fifty one. Maybe no, fifty one percent. It was. Yeah. I think yeah. it was fifty one percent. She got forty nine percent. Yeah, and and yeah. Well, but it was because it was Nikki Haley and uh, Ron DeSantos was still at that time. But yeah, still, it's. I mean, that's that's it's almost. Not, that's not even almost. Uh, if you even think about it in terms of uh, margin of error, I mean, that's this is a this is kind of a poll because it's a. It's a it's a primary or a caucus, but uh, in in Iowa. But I don't even yeah. I don't even think he could chalk that up as a win because it would take almost nothing to tilt it the other way. 
And the other thing yeah. about that was, I think the total number of voters, uh, if I'm if I remember correctly, I think more oh. people more people fit in the University of Michigan football stadium on yeah. Saturday in the afternoons in the fall <laughs> exactly to see to see the the, the Wolverines play than uh, came out to vote for uh, in the Republican caucuses and yeah. It's. Yeah. I just think it's. It's not really looking good for him because he is basically running as an incumbent, and that was what they were talking about on MSNBC. And if Biden were getting, imagine if Biden were running in the primary if, if, in South Carolina, if he'd got fifty six percent of the vote in South Carolina. Uh, can, can you guys hear me now? Oh, there she is. You got me. Okay. Hi. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, in South Carolina, Biden got 97, over 97 percent. Right. And so, yeah, Anita, you and I were talking about. So if 60 percent of Nikki Haley voters um, vote for Biden, Trump isn't going to have the numbers in South Carolina in the general. Right. Right. So, um, yeah, is this if we lost Anita now? Yeah. (laughs) Wow. This is a. It'll be like juggling here. Um, well, okay, Karen. <laughs> Tag team. Hey, Paul, yeah. how's it going? Uh, it's great. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for being here. And, and by the way, everybody, uh, if it doesn't, if the if it doesn't make the board start smoking, you know, uh, you're you're welcome to call seven seven three seven six three nine two seven eight. As I know, there were a lot of opinions about. Uh, well, first of all, Trump, but also people. I want to get into this. Because uh, mm-hmm. I had that question, is is not voting an effective way to send a message to President Biden and or the Democrats about issues upon which we may disagree? Uh, well, not at this into- point. No. <laughs> yeah, okay. no. Now we got it. Yeah, I think we can agree on this. <laughs> okay. Well. Yeah. Okay. So we got a full table here. Um, let yeah. me ask this before we uh, is is. Are all of Trump's legal problems hurting him more than, well, first of all, that he's willing to let on, but just playing more than the media is willing to let on? I think so. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, like I said, I think that um, there's a lot of people out there. They're, they're just, the MAGA crowd is so loud. They're always, you know, they have the, their flags and they're just, they can't buy enough Trump swag, right? And they're always mm-hmm. in our face about it. So they're, that's yeah. what the media is focusing on because they're the circus, right? They're yes. entertaining. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And, but yeah, well, and, yeah Anita, you were, you were just telling me about that uh, gentleman that you heard who um, uh, drank the Kool-Aid twice, voted for Trump twice, and then... Um, yep, and he won't vote for him again. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, because oh, he... Oh, wait. Tell, 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 tell me about it. <laughs> yeah, go okay, ahead, well, this is Okay, well, this is a guy in South Carolina... An educated guy's a pharmacist, and he said that he voted for Trump in 2016 and 2020, but he just can't drink the Kool-Aid this time. He cannot vote for somebody who doesn't respect the results of an election. Mm-hmm. So, and I think oh, there's a lot more people out there like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I have to think that. First of all, I, I, I'm sorry, I've said this before, but uh, when it comes down to okay, they were they were civil. It's a civil determination, a, a civil um, finding that Trump was found was found for rape. Oh, he's a rapist. I know. I, I'm I, sorry, I but he's yeah. a rapist. That, that's the judge. He wanted the judge to change those terms. The judge said, no, it was rape. Nope. So as far as I'm mm-hmm. concerned, 
uh, Donald Trump is as guilty of rape as O.J. Simpson is of murder. Now, I don't think anybody, I don't think there are very many people who are willing to argue that, oh, no, well, O.J., he was acquitted in the in the criminal case. By the way, Therefore, OJ, yeah, OJ, but the civil, yeah, but the yeah, civil he case, was, yes, he was liable. Yeah. Right, he, $33 exactly. million. Dollars, uh, 33, by the way, O.J., Trump was found for eighty-eight million dollars. I forgot about the five million. million dollars. Yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, that. And by the way, that's probably going to keep going up because he's he's eventually going to slander her again. We know that. Yeah. Well, and then this latest um, reward. What was it? Four hundred with the interest. It's four hundred fifty-three million. Million. Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. and then what is right. it going up uh, every? What is it? It's not every day, every week, like eighty six. Hundred eleven thousand dollars a day, isn't it? Eleven yeah, thousand like a day. Hundred eleven thousand. Oh yeah. Yeah, Letitia. Yeah. I told you about well, how Letitia just... James is trolling him, and she's <laughs> posting that every day. She's four hundred fifty-four million plus one hundred eleven thousand today. Yeah, every day she's posting more and more. Every time, you know, every day that goes by, it gets it just keeps getting bigger. In my couch cushions, in my gold couch cushions, or under my gold toilet seat, I find that kind of change. It fell out of my pocket. Yeah, and he can't afford it. He cannot pay. That's the problem. He knows that. That's why he's falling apart. Watch him Mm -hmm. in these rallies now. He Mm -hmm. just has completely. I mean, he's always been an idiot, but he just Mm -hmm. looks like he's completely. Uncoming unraveled. Well, yeah. I, I, I don't, uh, I wouldn't know, but even if you had $2 billion or that was your net worth, you really were worth that much. And I, we could ask um, uh, uh, <laughs> Taylor Swift because she really is. Um, yes. But <laughs> I, I, if, if it were worth that much, I, I don't think, even, I think 450, half a billion in cash is still a lot. I mean, that would be pretty much all that you would have in cash, I would think. That's a lot of gold sneakers right there. Yes. Right. Look what he's doing. He's hawking tennis sneakers. That's what he's doing to raise money. He's got a GoFundMe account. Yeah. Yeah, Uh But, no, he doesn't have the money. I don't even think he has the $83 honestly. I just don't. $88 Well, he never has. He's always been a blowhard. It's been a a long time since. Well, I mean, he, he... how does a guy go bank, uh, bankrupt five times in the casino business? That that tells exactly. you exactly. And that was well, years ago, wasn't it? It was. Uh, yeah, that was. Before, I mean, 2016. I remember watching um, the Choice 2016, where they profiled Hillary Clinton and um, Donald Trump, and you know, I mean, this was a known known like before all of this happened. You know, I just. Um, you know, just how he didn't have the money. He went bankrupt and the banks that bailed him out, um, made a deal. And the only way the, they figured it would be better for them financially, less of a loss if they kept the brand. So, I mean, so much of what, you know, has his name on it isn't actually even his, correct? Right. From what I understand. No, he doesn't really own, it's, he just slaps his name on properties now. I don't think he's right. built anything in years. Right. Um, He's leveraged so much. There's, he's leveraged by millions and millions of dollars. So he's a national security threat, by the way, because of this. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean he's, he's always a national security threat. He's, but absolutely. He, yeah. This is, I mean, he's the poster boy for, um, you know, Russians, you know, a, a Russian mark, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's take what the, is, um, 
Let, let me uh, let me just uh, 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 direct things along here. Uh, I want to get into because I don't I don't I don't want to miss this. Uh, we'll, we'll get talking to the end of the night here. Um, oh, but uh, so remember uh, in two thousand. Uh, it was William Crystal uh, was uh-huh. the uh, author of the uh, the New American Century Project. Uh-huh. Yes, that that was uh, a kind of a that that America would take the lead in in foreign affairs. It's a real hawkish neocon. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know that was our that was our that was the Chinese kind of were like, involved in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is how we why we could justify getting into Iraq and and this. So it was. But look now. The comparison, mm-hmm. and uh, Karen, I'm going to yep. let you take it, about the contrast between that and the 2025 project. What, Karen, tell us about that, because actually I, I don't think I even know about it as much about it. Either. Okay, well, yeah, so this is, and Anita knows a lot about this as well. Um, you know, we talked about it on one of our podcasts, and I believe when we were guest hosting uh, for uh, Richard and Eric um, for the family uh, meeting, but you know this is something that the media now finally is just starting to talk about. So the Heritage Foundation um, is a uh, conservative think tank that was founded in um, 1973, and then um, towards the end of the 70s, um, they um, started this plan, Project 2025, mm-hmm. and basically it was for quote-unquote, the next Republican president, right? So fast forward now, of course, they haven't, you know, um, apparently did not have the perfect Republican that they would be able to get to go along fully with this. But now Donald Trump is the perfect fit for um, this plan. Absolutely. Um, Go ahead. Finish that. So, so basically what it is, and anybody, honestly, by the way, can go and um, Google, um, if you go and do Project 2025 Amazon, you can actually pull up the full 920-page document, okay? It is um, frightening, Um, and honestly, just in the... um, the intro alone, the summary, um, you know, they yeah. have the, yeah, there's the conservative promise. Um, and so basically, so this volume, the conservative promise is the opening salvo of the 2025 presidential transition project launched by the Heritage Foundation and our many partners in April 2022. It's 30 chapters lay out hundreds of clear concrete policy recommendations for White House offices, cabinet departments, Congress, and agencies, commissions, and boards. And so, you know, what they want to do basically is um, get, you know, kind of coalesce all of the power to the executive branch. They want to take away the independence of government agencies, so like the DOJ, the EPA, um, Mm -hmm. and so, and and basically render the um, Supreme Court um, impotent, irrelevant. right? Yeah, irrelevant. Exactly. No, that's not, that. That well, part they, I could go along with. Um, well, they are, they have a database well, of like fifty thousand right wing wackos that they're signing mm-hmm. up. They have to take a loyalty pledge. So this mm-hmm. is basically um, an a theocratic autocracy, I guess you'd call it. So they want to Lewis DeJoy every department in the uh, every department in the federal government. They want to yep. they want to Lewis DeJoy to come along and and, and wreck it. Well, they, they started, Donald Trump started it. I mean, started doing yeah. that. I mean, look at the people yes. he put in these cabinet positions. With, yeah. with yeah. guardrails. That was with guardrails. Yep. <laughs> what they want to yeah. do is take away the guardrails. 
Yeah, he put, the, you know, like the, the foxes were guarding the hen houses, okay? Right. In every department. What did you, like, Department of Education, what was that woman's name? Um, Duh, that was Betsy like, DeVos. Betsy DeVos. DeVos. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, the EPA guy was like an oil executive or something. Mm-hmm. Coal, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. just, well, and I think we would people. see a reemergence of Eric Prince, too, in his, um, you know, Not unmarked uh, oh, absolutely. Uh, police force. Yep. Private army. Right? Yep. Yeah. Well, they've talked about that already, having a private army. And then they want to go, they want to use um, the red state's uh, National Guard to actually, like, invade the blue states to, right. to, to, to keep them in compliance with these, mm-hmm. you know, because otherwise they may, you know, they may try to uh, protest or there may be some resistance. Right. And it, it sounds really far-fetched. It sounds like a conspiracy not, yeah. theory. And it sounds like it's, you know, hyperbole, right? But it really isn't. And, I mean, there really is um, a plan in place. Um, they have um, Steve Bannon had an interview with Cash Patel where he said, um, asked Cash Patel, he said, so you're going to be the head of the CIA. And, you know, Steve, Steve Bannon said, this is not rhetoric. We mean this. This is what we're going to do. They're going after the media. Donald Trump. Yep. Yeah. They're going after the media. They're going to, yeah, they're going after, um, political adversaries. Um, you know, and so just in this, um, the, this, uh, preface, you know, for the uh, presidential transition project, these are the four things that they say they want to do. This is their mission. Restore the family as the centerpiece of American life and protect our children. Dismantle uh, the administrative state and return self-governance to the American people. Defend our nation's sovereignty, borders, and bounty against global threats. Secure our God-given individual rights to life, um, to live freely, um, what our Constitution called, calls the blessings of liberty. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's, well, that's, just, how they, yeah. that's how they define all those things. Right. Right. Well, I, yeah. I think, you know, the is it is it something, yeah, we should, we should really take it seriously. I, I remember... Mm-hmm. When I was in school back at Michigan State, um, back in the uh, something or other, uh, <laughs> it was the Pleistocene era, I believe. Uh, but the there was a, a popular professor on campus. There was, you know, always two or three sort of folk heroes. I, I was not a political science major, but I had some friends who were. And this this professor, his name was Kenneth Walter, taught in the James Madison College, and I went and sat in on one of the lectures, and I remember him saying this and he, he was an expert on the Holocaust and mm-hmm. on Nazi Germany and I remember him saying you know you guys think that it was a long time ago and you know that mm-hmm. kind of thing doesn't happen anymore and he said but wait a minute this just happened uh, like 20 years before most of you were born your parents were just mm-hmm. young people Yep, this, is yeah. not, this did not happen a long time ago. And when you think about no. what, 20, what 20 years ago was from, now, from right now, well, we were well into, we were into this. We were on the road to getting here 20 years ago. Because mm-hmm. if you remember, the Supreme Court, two, more than 20 years ago, the, the 2000 ruling, uh, Bush versus Gore, the Supreme mm-hmm. Court jumped in and where they should have never done it. Nope. It's like they had to. They had to. Make sure that Florida could certify by the date of the electors, which at that year was December 18th, the electors voted, 
Well, otherwise, if Florida couldn't get it together, we their their electoral votes just would have been their own fault. They would have been down the drain, and, and Gore would have won 267 mm-hmm. yes. to 242. But they said, oh, no, 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 we have to make sure that Florida can certify, so stop counting the votes. And they, they told mm. them, that, that, that's so unconstitutional, it just... But now, now they're saying, they're saying that Colorado, oh, no, no, we, well, we'll see what they say about Colorado, but apparently chaos is something they feel they need to avoid, and, mm-hmm. uh, but that's what they create. I mean, it's, right. I'm sorry, but you know, like I say, democracy is like watching sausage being made, but. Right. Um, yes, but they have not really believed in democracy for a long time. They only believe in democracy when they were the, like the majority, when they knew like when they were winning 85 percent. I mean, when, the, when this country was like 85 percent white and mm-hmm. Reagan was winning landslides. Right. Yeah. Right. But gradually, since the Civil Rights Act and the Voting Rights Act, they have believed less and less in democracy. And they're always po- and look where they're always pointing to where there's you know some sort of there's something going on in Detroit there's something going on in Philadelphia there's something going on right. in Chicago. Mm-hmm. We right. all know what that means, right? Yeah, it's well, all, all in, 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 in what's right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what's what's alarming too um, are these you know um, interviews that are you know that I've heard um, where people are asked about democracy and they're like you know look democracy doesn't work you know there's I think that there's people who are uninformed and don't understand that it takes a you know it takes time um, and they have been sold this bag of goods that see democracy doesn't work it's not working for me. Too slow, you know. Things aren't getting done right away the way I want right. them. Like, like student debt. Like, they do not understand that Biden can't just unilaterally, right. you know, um, um, do student debt relief, right? Mm-hmm. Because I know, because I've had this talk with my daughter. Well, why isn't it? Why isn't he? You know, why, why do I still have student debt? And I'm, and I tried to explain right. it to her that he can't, and he's trying to work around that right now. Yes, yeah. but. Um, or, or, like, she was even saying, why doesn't he do something about abortion? Why does he, you know, right. like, yeah. they do not understand. And she's college educated, okay? She's right. a teacher. And I'm having these conversations with her trying to explain how government works in the United States. And right. they're no, just frustrated. Have, right. People, the, the understanding of civics. I actually mm-hmm. think most Americans think that the president is, has, or should have more power mm-hmm. than the president actually does. I mean, I, yep. I think both yep. Democrats and Republicans, because Democrats mm-hmm. think that Biden should do this, that, and the other things. Republicans blame Biden for, for the price of gasoline. Right. Like, I know. Does, right. does Biden set the, really? But, right. oh, <laughs> this, that would be there's, socialism. <laughs> there's people calling for him to be um, held accountable or held, you know, punished for this person getting shot by a Venezuelan immigrant in uh, yeah. Georgia. Right. Yeah. <laughs> because I mean, he yeah. certainly didn't stop him at the border, huh? Yeah, well, right. yeah, exactly. He didn't go out there and stop him with this. Yeah. His, yeah. Well, I think his, what's, his, what's his dog's name? I think that his dog oh, might is have that, Is it Major? Is it, is it still Major? No. The one? Is it Major? The one that bites everybody? <laughs> yeah. You should take him to the Republican Party. Um, He's not right in biting the right people. Let's look at the question of, because I keep hearing people asking, are saying, you know, I'm not going to vote for Biden. And and so, uh, because I think of this, you know, Mm -hmm. we get a Democratic president. We keep doing this. We did it to Bill Mm -hmm. Clinton. We Mm -hmm. did it to Barack Obama. 
And we're yep. doing it to, to Joe Biden is we, we vote. And this is what makes me think we vote in a Democratic president. Everyone says hooray and goes home and goes to sleep for the next four years. And then we don't we show don't up for the midterms. A, we don't yep, give right. them a Congress that they can deal with. I mean, uh, uh, President Clinton had a Congress, a Democratic Congress for two years. Two years. The rest of yep. his term was, yeah, the first two years. And then there was the contract on America. Newt Gingrich yep. and his contract on America. And uh, and then it was he had a Republican Congress, both both chambers, mm-hmm. House and Senate. Um, we did this uh, to Barack Obama. He had two uh-huh. years of a Democratic yep. Congress, and then you know, the, the Tea Party Revolution of 2010. And we didn't show up uh-huh. in a census year, and uh-huh. that's what I know. A lot oh of my God! Yes, uh, the worst time so- not to show up. And also, yep. 2000 was the same way. We didn't show up in yep. enough numbers. 2000, we show up at the worst times. Okay, so uh, and Barack and 2020, Obama, 2020, yes. we didn't. Yeah, yep. well, that we was a census too. Well, we did a little. <laughs> no, better. we didn't show up enough. Yeah, but yeah, we didn't show enough, up enough because but, because Trump came in and there was a Democratic, I mean, a Republican Senate and a Republican House in yeah. 2020. Right. I mean, it, no, yeah, no, it was no, yeah, 2016. No, was, I'm uh, thinking. 2016, That's right. yeah. But he was yeah. in charge of but, the census that, that year. Yeah, 2020. Yeah, but, but here's here's the thing. Let me just run this by you guys. Okay. So, mm-hmm. but in the last midterms, right, there was record turnout. It was high turnout for a midterm, right? But the problem was, for Democrats, was the New York Democrats and the California Democratic Demo- Party did not have their you-know-what together. Right. And so we ended up um, seating a lot of seats. And, th- you know, th- that was, you know, for the House it was so important for the House to hold on to the House. Right. Oh, we would have so held I on think to that it. We yeah. would have. Right. But it had it not been for New York. Right. And, and kind mm-hmm. of uh, there were a few well, California that went south. Yeah. Yeah, also. Uh, but- I think there are still some gerrymandered seats in Wisconsin. That's probably still pretty uh-huh. bad. Uh, Michigan. Got it together, and they had a, a new plan, but that only kicked in for twenty twenty two. That election of twenty twenty. That's that's when the Democrats uh, took over. Yeah, Gretchen uh, Whitmer won reelection, and uh, they won both the uh, state legislature chambers and the state legislature by slim mm-hmm. margins. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the Republican Party in Michigan has crashed totally. So I, oh, I know. I hope, I hope that they will. I hope that they will increase those margins, those majorities. But when I hear people say, I mean, this is what Barack Obama said about when you don't vote. He said, I, I assume that this is the Congress you wanted me to work with. Because exactly. when you don't vote, you're not sending a message. You are disappearing. Yep. You are, they're not saying, oh, look, Paul didn't show up. Oh, I'm so disappointed. Is he upset with me? No, he just says, right. well, look who sh-. They do. He says, I only can t- work with who shows up. Well, I've talked to my daughter about this, you know, she was complaining about, you know, well, they're not, they're not, you know, um, they're not meeting the needs of like young people. They're not talking to young people enough. And I said, you know what, young people, the problem is, you know, boomers, you always talk about how they're always, you know, they're, they're doing all these things just, just for boomers. Well, that's because boomers vote. Boomers yeah. vote. Young people were showing up phone to phone calls. Yeah. The, the, yeah. the um, Zoomers are the uh, generation Z is the largest generation in history. If they showed up, they could make a, uh, they could change the whole country. They could get, yeah. And they do know, I I was uh, last week I had uh, 
Professor uh, Marjorie Hershey from Indiana U- University on, mm-hmm. and she said they do know, they know very, very particularly who showed up to vote. They do know that. Mm-hmm. They they have mm-hmm. they have the data down to uh, well down to a science. That's called political science, and mm-hmm. they know who shows up. So when young people start showing up, they will start th- their message will yep. be heard. I mean, the, exactly. I, I, I personally don't understand. It. I've never missed. I've since I was eligible to vote in my first election, my first even off year election or congrats, it was 1978. I turned 18 in 77, so I've never missed. I've never missed, uh, except for one time. I think it was. Uh, you know, I would always vote before work. I have to, you know, run down to the school, cast my vote, and then run across the street and get on the bus to go to work. And uh, this particular, because it was raining cats and dogs. In Seattle, I went down the school. Gym was flooded, so they moved the voting machines around the corner to the church, which would have been fine. But I just couldn't swing it, you know. With mm-hmm. going, I walk in another half mile would have been no problem, even in the rain. Except that it was just going to be too much time. I had to get on my bus, so I and then I never made it home back in time to you know. So that was the only time I've ever missed. But yeah. and you remember it that you missed that time? Yes. I do. Yes, I know, and I know exactly why. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry, Devin. I'm in here. Oh, okay. We have callers. Great. Let's uh, let's get to the calls. Who do we have first, Devin? Jim's up. Jim, good to hear you. Hi, Jim. Hi, good. Hi, how are you? What the Republicans are serving up is a mean is a is a dish of nihilism. They believe they mm-hmm. have a minority. They'll attack our institutions willy nilly. Mm-hmm. They're backing their criminally. They're gambling on a criminally insane individual. No, I lived in mm-hmm. Chicago my life. I knew criminally. I knew criminally insane people, and they're willing to murder. They're willing to do anything to stay in power. Yeah. Uh, yep. They yeah. use any device to stay in power, and that's what this individual's doing. And mm-hmm. uh, you just look at the, uh, the character that they, the cheap black uh, smeared off that they picked out of the mm-hmm. uh, Russian uh, gulag. To give this insane testimony about the Bidens, I don't see that on the news anywhere. Where this guy has been defrocked as a, as a witness, he's going to get twenty years in jail. Uh, so they're, yeah. they'll go to any lengths. They'll go to any lengths to win. Yeah. Any lengths, Even, no matter how, how. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I mean seriously, they'll betray their country. Seriously, yeah. This should be. Um, they tried to take down an American president. That's what they tried to do. Mm-hmm. Use, yes. using right. Russian disinformation to take down an American president. That should be the headlines every day till the election. Yes. Yeah. yeah. This, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. 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 And just think of what these decisions these judges are making, they're minority decisions that nobody in, in God's green earth is, goes along with. But yet they're mm-hmm. going to force these decisions down our throat. To what end? I don't, I don't know. What you think really the Koch brother in his old age is going to take over the country and the federal society and whatever Republican think tanks there are? They really mm-hmm. think when they sit in the room that they can take over the United States of America? I don't think it's possible. I don't have. Think well, it's look possible. at look at. Look at what they're saying at CPAC. I mean, all weekend they. I mean, oh their my whole God. thing was we're going to destroy democracy. democracy. I mean, they, they said it out loud. Been trying. To, yep, they said it out yep. loud. They're not hiding mm-hmm. it. And the thing of it is that we need. To, we need. To, it's very sobering, and we need to be very clear-eyed about this. Donald Trump 
is happy to incite violence. And these people who he, his uh, loyal followers and the people around him that see a pathway to ultimate power, they will absolutely go along with the violence. You know, they're happy well, to the, do it. Just look at the army of the people in prison. How many people he sent to prison? 150 yeah. people? How many people is he bankrupt? Uh, look at Giuliani, yeah. $150 million uh, uh, mm-hmm. lean yeah. against him. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, I'm not, I don't fear here. I, I think that uh, they can gamble all they want on this guy. But I think by the time the summer rolls around, I think the emperor will have no clothes. And you guys have a great well, week. I agree. Thank you, I agree. Thank you Jim. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Jim. Thanks for calling. I think you he's know, right. I, I think yeah. by the summer, he's going to be, you know, people aren't going to be, you know, he's not going to look so unbeatable. He's going to well, be. Think, yeah, the, the, he's going to get. Well, we're going to see the criminal trials. All those shake out, and already I think the civil trials have have damaged him. But uh, I like mm-hmm. the word Jim used, nihilism. I mean, it's. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a mm-hmm. kill it all, burn it all down. Um, I think of Donald Trump as I call him a political looter. He wants mm-hmm. to make chaos yeah. because he he appeals to the people who think that they benefit when there's chaos. They somehow are going to be able to to grab something that they can't normally get whatever on their own. Or they like to see, mm-hmm. they like to see a lot of chaos because somehow they well, think you can that steal when there's chaos, you can steal yeah. and nobody notices. Yes, yeah. you can. That's what they, and, and Donald Trump creates chaos because he doesn't know how to do anything else. He doesn't understand policy. He's not, he's not, he doesn't want to learn it. He thinks he knows everything and he knows nothing. Right. But what they don't what they don't understand is if it really comes down to what they think they want, you you think you've seen inflation? Oh, mm-hmm. I, oh I know. I, I talked to a guy from Kosovo uh, a while ago, and he said, "Oh, these people they don't know what they think what, what they're saying when they say they want civil war. You won't mm-hmm. be able to yeah. buy anything, mm-hmm. and you, yeah. inflation inflation will be ten thousand percent." Not, mm-hmm. uh, you know, eight percent or six percent. Okay, let's get to uh, let's get through the call. Let's go to uh, who's, who do we have okay. next, uh, Devin? Diane Varga. Diane. Good. Hey, evening. Diane. Hi, Diane. Hi, Diane. Hello. Um, I am so angry with you people because you're going with your history, not world history. Hartman says history repeats itself. I just watched the movie Oppenheimer. And if mm-hmm. anybody does DVDs, go back or the um, you look for director's comments. Read read mm-hmm. the special features first. Otherwise, you will not understand what they're saying. It's made by British people or filmmaker, and they do things. They they use so much symbolism. I didn't catch some of it. Okay. You don't have to worry about Trump and money because he's under receivership, whatever, from, I think it started with E. Jean Carroll. Not sure, but it definitely for um, Letitia James. Um, you're giving, you're yelling about all the things that they say are go- they're going to do. Look at Biden's 2023 State of the mm-hmm. Union address, whatever, and what he's going to do. And in there, it's really right now the people against Citizens United. Every president um, mm-hmm. 
Nixon, um, Nixon, they were talking sideways um, to Vietnam. Let me in and I'll be, you know, I'll give you this. Reagan was definitely demented because and he was mm-hmm. famous because he made a made a movie with a monkey. But Reagan had Iran Contra. Um, Bush mm-hmm. squeezed in because his brother, um, his brother Jeb got him in the yep. um, hanging chads. Okay, mm-hmm. read. Biden said in that State of the Union address, and I'm pretty sure his whole budget didn't. He, aren't we just still running on um, continuing resolutions? We don't. We haven't had a budget. We haven't had and a budget. They, re- we have not had a budget. The well, last president to, to sign a budget into law was uh, George W. Bush in 2008. So, yes, we have mm-hmm. been uh, operating on, on continuing resolutions for the last 16 right. years. Right. But, okay. uh, then, yeah, we have not had a Congress under- that's been willing to. Right. We have okay. to compromise, so we, compromise, what, what compromise. What is your point? What is your point? We, yeah, we need to get to a, get to a point here because right. i got some other callers I want to get to. Okay, you're not running against the Republicans. You're running against Citizens United. Somebody, okay. some sneaky okay. pack is gonna, with money. Okay. But read, read how Biden was going to fi- finance everything. He's going to tax mm-hmm. the people that have their money work for them. The person mm-hmm. who said, um, Jamie Dimon said, at a NATO thing, whatever, recently. Well, I don't think mm-hmm. Trump was so bad. He Davos. That was a Davos. That was a Davos. Right, yeah. That was a Davos. And then a, yeah. a, week late, a week later, Trump is saying it. Yeah. yeah. So you don't well, think, that you don't think, that, well, I, so that, Diane, d- real quick, Diane, so you don't think that we should be concerned about Project 2025 and what they're saying they're going to do? Because I think no, we talked, um, they're always backwards. Look over here. Remember the big red red wave? Coming? I don't think they're no. And I, I, actually, our vote doesn't count because last time they stole tried to steal the electoral college, and I right. think I don't understand altogether. Um, but if Fannie Lou. Um, whatever Georgia case loses, I'm pretty sure there's a backup case coming out of Wisconsin. And for the okay. million dollars that um, Trump needs to appeal, I think there's he's got to come up with. It. He can't, from what I understand, and I'm stupid. He's got to come up to appeal the million dollar lawsuit. He has a, mm-hmm. there's an end date on it, like 30 days or something. Whatever, he's mm-hmm. screwed. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks. Okay. Thank, uh, you, thank you, Diane. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Thanks. Um, let's thank get to the next. Yeah. Let's get to the next caller. We have another one. Uh, <laughs> Elliot from Chicago. <laughs> Elliot, nice to have you. Hi, Elliot. Hey, Elliot. Fine. How are you doing? How are you? Can you hear me? Yes. Hi, Good. How are you? My name is Elliot. I'm 63 years old. Uh, I served 12 mm-hmm. years in the Army military. Mm-hmm. And I want to thank you for this opportunity to talk on the phone. First, first of all, I'd like to state that um, the last election that uh, when they ran for president, I went to vote in Barry Grammar School in Chicago. And what mm-hmm. they did was they had a choice to hand me my ballots. They didn't ask me Democratic or Republican. They handed me a Democratic ballot. 
which was a no-no. When I had to speak to a, a, an official there, they said, oops, it's our mistake. And then after I finished my ballot, I went to go slide it in the machine. And you know what they told me? Oh, our machine is not working. And as they could see that I was not one of those ones that was going to put up with their mumbo jumbo, miraculously, 30 seconds later, the machine started to work. So That was a miracle? The thing that wait, that was, hey, wait, that was a miracle? <laughs> A miracle, by definition, a miracle is something that is the least likely outcome to happen. So, in other words, yeah. the, the, the voting machine should never have worked, is what you're saying, right? No, I'm basically yeah. saying a mir- they, they think a miracle. You, you, you get the point that I'm saying. But anyways. No, I don't. No, I'm I'm not not saying saying I don't. Yeah. You got a Democratic ballot, yeah. There's another point I'd like to make. Since I do live in Chicago and you guys live in Chicago, I want to challenge you. Okay. I'm willing to take my own personal time and meet with one of your people from your radio station and go up to 100 random people and ask them who would they rather vote for, Donald Trump or Mr. Biden, because Mr. Biden is not my president. Well, are okay. you willing oh. to take that challenge <laughs> to do it a few yeah. yeah. You name Yeah, the actually, I would. I would go up to 100 people. <laughs> I would, I would yeah, I think you should yeah. do that. Um, Karen, yeah, no, I think you should. So Say where and when. Yeah. Karen, can you, imagine, can you uh, suggest a place somewhere in a... <laughs> a uh, mental hospital, maybe. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> where he can wait for us? Uh, Millennium, yeah, you could go to Millennium Park. Yeah, we're not all from Chicago. Um, I would say no. go to Millennium Park this summer and, and ask. No, um, I want to no. go with one of your one of your radio people because they can. <laughs> well, that's not going to happen. Bye, Elliot. Yeah. That's yeah. not going to happen. Bye, Elliot. Thanks oh, for the call. I'm not going to finish my. Oh, you're going to hang up. No, now? Oh, wait, wait. Hold on a second. Hold on. Well, yeah. Elliot, don't bear, Elliot. Please don't bury the lead here. Go we got. We're only doing an hour radio show here, so. Uh, right. Your point the last is. Person talked to about ten minutes. Okay, I've talked to her about three. No, no, no. Okay, well, now we're done with you. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Next caller, please. <laughs> wow, I wonder. That yeah, was... I, it... hey, okay. Maurice. Yeah, I'm. I'm Maurice. thinking Elliot wouldn't be able to name hey. one thing that Trump actually did for him. Sorry. Okay, no. Maurice. Of course well, you, guys, uh, you guys need to say it again. I'm glad you guys talked about how our Congress works, our government works, I'm sorry. The presidents do not make laws. No. That's right. Clinton uh, had to deal with Gingrich. Obama, yeah. when uh, Kennedy died, he didn't have a filibuster-proof uh, Senate anymore, so a lot right. of his That's legislation right. died. Everybody forget mm-hmm. All what Nancy Pelosi did is she was Speaker of the House. She got more stuff done that died mm-hmm. sitting on Mitch McConnell's desk because they mm-hmm. never wanted to pass. This is a yeah. marathon. Everybody who say they don't want to vote and not going to vote, they, they keep failing us. That's why women's rights yes. went away because mm-hmm. when it counts, they stop voting. Mm-hmm. You need to mm-hmm. vote, yeah. vote, vote, vote every time. Because your, That's vote, right. your vote is your voice. And yes. they mm-hmm. need to know that when we have a, uh, they're blaming Clinton for um, for the three strikes you outlaw. Clinton passed what he could pass because he had a Republican Congress. That's, That's right. They passed, mm-hmm. so he signed it. I was all mm-hmm. for the three strikes you out, but I didn't know they was going to use it as black only. But... Yes, near here, no there. Again, mm-hmm. again, again, again. 
uh, Joe Biden yeah. has gotten more done than any other president in the history other than um, Franklin Roosevelt, FDR, FDR, yeah. Biden, who was president, was, and, and these people need to know. Stop yeah. watching, listening to, well, whatever you're listening to, get involved. Mm-hmm. And like Tom Hartman say, this is your democracy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Talking about president, and you're not a citizen of the United States. You only got one president, mm-hmm. and he's president for everybody. We never that's right. when the Republican come in, mm-hmm, we accept right. it and we go along with it, even though they, they cheated. Uh from Nixon you said cheated. Um um uh, Reagan cheated. Um um George Oh that's right. Had, Nixon uh, treated, he the cheated the Reagan stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then well, yeah. I think uh, ev- yeah, ev- evidence that yeah, evidence that we did acknowledge Donald Trump was president is we said he was the worst president ever. That's yeah, true. Yep. He did get that on. Yes, <laughs> we did. Yeah, yep. he was the worst president yep. ever, and he, and he was agree. able to do nothing. Donald Trump, mm-hmm. with a majority Congress, accomplished nothing. Mm-hmm. He got. Oh, he got one thing done. He got a big, giant a tax kid. cut for kid. corporations and multinational. Right. Cor- he got. He got a big, fat tax cut for billionaires and multinational corporations. That's the only thing right. he did. He signed right. that. Yep. He didn't. You know, he had a Republican Congress and a Republican Senate. And he signed. That's the only thing he did. But whatever was, happened to whatever happened to their big issue, immigration? They had the perfect opportunity because that's true. What, they said, yep. what the Republicans in Congress said when Obama was in the White House is that mm-hmm. we're not going to pass immigration now because we don't trust him to sign it. Yeah. It's like, well, then put it to him and and campaign against him if he's. I mean, come on. What do you, you don't trust yeah, him? Right. He'll sign it or he won't. But okay, yeah, now you got Donald Trump, and that's his issue. That's his. Yes, his, his, but he didn't do anything when he was in office. Yep, he did yeah. nothing, and they and they, and now they are still saying they are still saying that Biden could do things with executive order. Those aren't laws. Those no, are yeah. those are things that Biden can do within the the existing laws, which yes. everyone acknowledges. The last the last immigration laws passed in 1986. Every everyone acknowledges it's almost 40 mm-hmm. years old. It's it's outdated. Okay. Yeah, so right. And, and let's and let's not forget we're going into an election where Republicans' main issue that they were screaming about was immigration. We had a bipartisan immigration bill, and they refused to um, do any, you know, to vote on it or pass it because Donald Trump told them not to. This is like right. he's running a shadow government, and you know, and this is the thing: when there is not accountability, when you look at Nixon, when you look at every piece of history, every step of the way, when there is not accountability for the rule breakers and the law breakers, it repeats itself. So we are here because there has not been past accountability for these. Well, people. there's a lot of reasons why we're here, also because yeah. Republicans have screwed their own constituents for 40 years. Right. right. Okay. Uh, thank you, Maurice. We, we're running out of Maurice, time. Maurice, thank you. Thank you. For thank your you, call. Maurice. Very good points. Um, thank you, guys. Have a great day. You thank too. You very much. Thank you very much. You know, uh, last week I asked. Uh, Professor Hersey about uh, I was con- trying to compare what about the, the, the Grover Cleveland era why did America uh-huh. you know uh, vote for Grover Cleveland then fall out of love with him and vote for uh, William Henry Harrison or sorry uh, uh, Benjamin Harrison and then vote for Grover and Cleveland, Cleveland again. Again. Yeah. and then vote yeah. for and then, get, and then fall out of love get with him again and she said yep. America didn't do those things a few people 
showed up or didn't show up. That's yes, that's true. true. That's it's true. always the case. It was not a, a shift in, oh, we love Cleveland, we hate Cleveland, we love Cleveland, we hate Cleveland. She said that's, that was right. not it. It was right. even back then a shift in a few people in the margins. That's where these elections are won or lost. And yeah. that's why she said that the last thing she said as we were, as we were out in the outro was, you know, last words were, you have to vote. Your vote does matter. And I think a lot of people uh, have the uh, kind of are disappointed because there are people who think that the, their vote should be the only vote that matters. When I vote, it should always turn out my way. No, your vote And the only count. needs that needs to be met are theirs. If they haven't gotten right. everything they wanted, then somehow, you know, if they've been betrayed. I mean, your vote is your vote. And if you go and vote and you feel like I felt from the time I turned 18, my first election, 1978, it feels so darn good just to exercise your right. That's right. I mean, yep. that's a that's a more powerful yep. right than any right that you can think of. Whether well, yep. I mean, a lot of people get a kick out of having a gun and shooting a gun, but that doesn't turn me on. I like to vote. That was mm-hmm. what makes me feel like I have power. I, right. I don't. I heard a well. I heard an interesting study about why people don't vote, and it wasn't that um, you know they felt like it just wasn't worth it. They found out that a lot of people are just afraid to vote. They just don't think they understand the candidates and the issues enough. Sure. Mm-hmm. So it's important to educate yourself on these issues. And if you're afraid, yeah. you know, talk to people that you know, right. and you know, who pay read. attention. Yes. Yeah. So well. Well, it's been a stirring, very spirited. <laughs> that discussion. went by so fast. <laughs> I know. Well, it's so much fun. Another hour. But I know, right? <laughs> but that's <laughs> thank all the time we have. Oh, oh, thank you so very much. Uh, okay. Thank you. The host of True and- Boo Politics, it's Karen and Anita. And, Bye. Uh, it's been so good to have you. Uh, I just—it's been so much fun. We'll do it again. Uh, but you. as for the kitchen table progressive. Join us again next Sunday evening at 6 p.m. Immediately following the family meeting for another edition of Kitchen Table Progressive right here on AM 820 WCPT, Chicago's Progressive Talk, where facts matter, heartlandsignal.com. We'll see you next time.